You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. As we bring in... Uh, Jason Jones of uh, The Athletic, as you see there uh, on his uh, sweatshirt and, of course, the J Street Vibes uh, podcast. Uh, Jason, we're gearing up for the uh, Mega Powers Explode tomorrow night, the match of the century, the game of the century uh, with the, the, the Sacramento Kings in the, in the Indiana Pacers. Um, James seems to be of the foolish notion that we're not going to know who won the trade tomorrow. I've been very clear. The winner of tomorrow night's game wins the trade. That's how this works. Oh, of course, because then what you got to do is go like on NBA 2K and put the trade in again and see what the tr- trade still go through. Like, would Indiana wants the bonus back if it doesn't work? That you know. So that's, like, that's how you got to figure these things out. Yeah. You know, we don't. What what good are facts and perspective in this? Thing? No. You got to make a decision right now. No. I mean, what what good is long term oh. assessment? Yeah, I mean, who cares about that stuff? We got to know now who won the trade. I believe that's fair. We have to know right now, which is why this game is taking place tomorrow. This game wouldn't happen if it wasn't determined to determine the winner of the uh, of the trade. That's... I'm with you on that one, you know. So, hey, that'll be we'll, – we'll know for sure if that trade was worth it tomorrow night. I think it's because James isn't a wrestling fan. Like, when you look at everything through a wrestling perspective, it all makes so much more sense. The the, the, the the mega powers explode, just like Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. The ultimate challenge, just like Hulk Hogan and the ultimate warrior. You enter the ring, the, the, the best man leaves. Right. And whoever had the better game was the better, whether, you know. That's if, it. If, Ty, if Tyrese has a better game than De'Aaron, that means the Kings messed up. Yeah. Those are the rules. Them are the, them are the rules. It's yeah, funny. You know, it will go on Twitter and someone will be going off about what an idiot Monty McNair is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so your 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 WWE like Jason knows that I don't know that mm-hmm. that at all either. That's okay. Um, I, I remember Jason years ago. You said, "Hey, look, Rick Ross is on the sidelines. Is is, is sitting courtside?" And I'm like, "Is he a wrestler?" <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that happened. That was a wild time in Sacramento when we just had random rappers just showing up at sleep train. What? what? Was Kelsey Grammer. It's like, it was like, why is Kelsey Grammer at a Kings game? Why is Frazier here? Yeah, they were just like random. Like, remember, like Ti was at a game. But like, why are you here? Like, it, and it was never like the game was tied to like that person's hometown. It was like, really? Like, they're not playing the Hawks. Why did Ti want to show up here? Did like, anybody yeah. get an answer as to why Frazier was here? No, I, one game, Glenn Close was there. It's like, why is Glenn Close here? <laughs> like, what is happening? Glenn's <laughs> of all time was when Drake was there. That was uh-huh. whatever because DeMarcus had just went off on George Carl. And then, like, lo and behold, there's Drake hugging people. And it's like, see, I told you guys this story and no one believed me. Jason will back me up. And it's... It was, the greatest part about it was Karam Butler looks at me and goes, this is how they do things here. <laughs> because it's like, do you guys realize what just happened in here? And like, now we got Drake and like, no one's like, Drake is like, Hey, I'm here. And they're like, whatever. 
the whole room was silent. Hi, Drake. They were all in these little groups. <laughs> it was like, hi, Drake. <laughs> yeah, that was that was by far my most favorite awkward celebrity appearance. This is like Drake after George Carl got read the riot act by his best player. It was wonderful. I, yeah. I love that that is universally regarded as the absolute best. Just random King story is is the night Drake popped into the locker room after Demarcus Cousins uh, went nuts on somebody. Uh, let's also not forget, uh, before we learned he made a living stealing from poor black people, uh, Brett Favre was here uh, oh, yeah. for reasons known to nobody with Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell and Brett Favre were sitting in the front row of a Kings game very recently. Yeah, maybe, maybe Brett Favre was here to steal. He, he, he could. He was scouting Del Paso Heights. He was like, you know, I could, oh, wow. I could, wow. I could, I could, I could get in, you know, I, I could set up shop here. Uh, I don't even know that they were there together. I think they just, all of a sudden, they were sitting, they put them next to each other. Uh, like, I, I don't think that they came together. I think it's like all of a sudden, Chuck Liddell's like, so now he's being dragged through the mud because he was there with Brett Favre, the Steeler. I mean, you had some pretty epic <laughs> randomness on King, so I'm like, why are you, like, really? Like, why are you here? Well, like, we had Jim Rome night for some reason. You remember when yeah, Tiffany remember sang at halftime? <laughs> <laughs> An internal flame happened. Yeah. Once again, I show up and we go, we go completely off the rails and random stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. That's 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 fine. We're setting the stage, as we said, for 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 the game of the century tomorrow. Jay, you're well, going to be courtside tomorrow. Then, like, do we get like do we get like Brad Miller and like I mean, oh we we got to get we got to get Peja and we got to get uh ron back because they both play for both teams uh-huh. that's a good call that's a good call them, we gotta get them back we gotta get brad there brad played for both teams and hmm. we gotta have interviews before the game where they've got to pick a side oh well no look they'll at, be yeah they'll, look they'll, at jason working well, i like this it's, it's, see this is the wrestling aspect of this that's why this game makes so much more sense is when you look at it through a, a, a professional wrestling lens. James, you got to get locked into wrestling. Go, James, Why watch WrestleManias 1 that? through 37 and get, get caught up, and you'll get it. Like when I tell my girlfriend I'm playing a heel, she's like, oh, God, here we go again with this. You're going to be a jerk to me. <laughs> she and knows what she, she, she gets it, you know. And uh, she understands it's only a role for a certain situation. You know, you can always go back the other way. And it's always about the storyline. At the end of the day, is it a good story? Okay. Wrestling applies to all areas of life, just about. And and the stage is set for a good story uh, tomorrow. Vince Vince McMahon booked this one uh, beautifully. I, and I I actually I, I I like the idea. I'm curious if someone like Ron is there um, in in in, in Pasia and if they they bring guys out because. I've I've said the, the 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 was it Detroit James that set the Golden One Center record a couple of weeks ago I think it was the three o'clock Detroit game yeah I, I think that record is going to be smashed tomorrow night especially after that sale they did yesterday that Cyber Monday sale they did yesterday I think that record is going to be smashed tomorrow night yeah and all we need we need, we need De'Aaron and Tyrese to get into it like, oh. You know. <laughs> oh. We need them to get tangled up and somebody overreacts and oh <laughs> go face to face like Jordan and Xavier McDaniels did. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we need like some bonus to trip buddy or something. We, we, we just need anarchy. Oh, I'm all for it. 
I could just see Buddy trying to like like get the whole thing riled up and just like it'd be like that sometimes, you know, and like and facts. <laughs> he'd say facts like fifty times. Facts. Facts. Like I think we're gonna <laughs> I'm buddy, excited to see it. Buddy's getting up eighteen threes tomorrow. At least. Yeah. Does and, Jason Anderson accidentally cheer when Buddy hits a three? It won't be an accident. Okay. <laughs> He'll also post a inappropriate Buddy Heald uh, Halloween well, costume outfit the second Buddy hits a three. Buddy's going to have a few fans there tomorrow night. I believe it. I believe it'll it. Be worse, it'll be worse than like when Kobe's last game and I was there and I was just like, you know, it'll be worse, you know. Wow. In your yeah. defense, there was an arena full of Kobe fans there at that last game. <laughs> that was that I think to this day is still the loudest game I've ever been at because there were so many Laker fans there. And in that fourth quarter, the game went back and forth. So every time anyone did anything, it got crazy loud for the entire fourth quarter. Yeah, but for a game between two teams that were going they were nowhere, terrible. It was, quite, it, it was it was quite entertaining. Just terrible. Um, are you concerned about this three-game losing streak the Kings are on? You're you're pretty level-headed. You never get too high. You never get too low. But like, I, I, do do you do you read too much into this this streak the Kings are on? I really don't for a couple of reasons. One, going into the trip, I thought they would probably lose at Atlanta and Boston, so I can't get all riled up when I thought those were games they could probably lose. And you you know you you, you run into Trey Young, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker three games in a row. Yeah. The odds are you might lose all three, but it wasn't a game where, they, you know, outside of Boston, they just didn't get a run off the court for the most. And even in Boston, it was close until all of a sudden it went, you know, Boston went Boston on them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and even like last night, they fought down to the very end. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like you watched the game and say, they don't belong in the same court with those guys. This is terrible. This is a, you know, a huge setback. Cause I mean, were they as good as the winning streak overall? Maybe not. Are they, like, terrible because they've lost three in a row? No. So, I think it's all kind of balances out. So, I, I wouldn't be panicked right now. Now, if they lose, like, five in a row, you know, you say, okay, maybe you got something to worry about. And I know I've heard all the counter arguments analytically to why their defense isn't that bad. Miss me with that. <laughs> you can't keep giving up 120 and be like, well, but they make plays sometimes in the fourth. No, you can't You can't do that consistently and be like, well, it's okay because you realize when you break this number down and move this number around, in the last three minutes of the fourth quarter, they're a top eight defense. Well, the game's 48 minutes. And, you, you know, so you're going to have to still get better on that end. I thought James was going to jump in there, but he's not. That's fine. No, that's all right. We'll just, we'll he's just... going to jump in or he hates what I just said. And he's like, well, no, I, th I think James, no, James yeah. prefers the measured take rather than my over the top battle for the universe uh, take that, that I have on this. Can you, bruh, what the hell happened last night? Last night with what? The Lakers and the Pacers. I, I, I <laughs> know what when I'm, I was watching it, I said, when they got it to one on one ninety one, I said, Darvin Ham called timeout. I don't like where this is going. Mm -hmm. And then AD misses with free. I mean, it, you know, and then even I'm like, 
just get the rebound. It's over. And then the ball, you know, the balls. I'm like, it was. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that happened because really the Lakers have not have been playing a whole lot better the last two three weeks. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I was like, so I was like, oh god. I mean, I think there's probably about five eight games a year like that where you just go, what you know, that happens to everyone. But I was just like, you gotta be kidding me, right? Like once AD missed that free throw, I was like, uh oh. But you know what? It could be the basketball gods. They had no business beating New Orleans that game either. Mm. Where they, you know, New Orleans misses two free throws. Mm-hmm. They get a three from the other Matt Ryan to tie it. So so that's probably like the basketball gods balancing it out. Like you had no business winning that game. So now you there's a game you have no business losing that you're gonna lose. So yeah, that was that was that was different. If one single thing in the final like four minutes and ten seconds goes different, the Pacers don't win. Right. One just one thing goes different, the Pacers don't win. It was just a series of events that kept happening one after the other after the other after the other that wound up in the Tyrese assist for the three and like they like they call that they don't call that foul. My man is on the sidelines struggling to do with the ball. You know he might turn it over and it's game over. The the foul actually allowed them to set something up that leads to the, you know the re, you know the, everything that happened and Tyrese you know you know find somebody I'd never heard of. <laughs> or, oh, and I said oh it's going in, and then like LeBron waits on the court like well maybe Mike no they're not turning this so this, no that, that's going to count. Yeah, Andrew Nebhard. Uh, you know, we brought this up too. Like Tyrese just has that knack for making just almost anyone better. And that it was a perfect pass, like found the guy wide open, but you put faith in a guy. It reminded me a little bit of the, the play last year where De'Aaron Fox, like got to the middle and flung a ball to uh, Chemezi Metu in the corner for an open three at the buzzer. And he hit it. it. You know, if you give, you hand the power to guys that maybe aren't used to the moment, uh, but you you empower them in that moment. Sometimes good things happen. Yeah, I mean, in that moment, he's got to catch and shoot. There's no decision for him to make. The ball's coming to me. I got to shoot this. There's no okay. I got to back it out. So yeah, I said in that last four minutes, everything that could work for the Pacers worked. Like every little thing. You know, even look at the Kings game. You know, they get it down to three. They get one more thing to go haywire. <laughs> you know, yeah. but instead, you know, yeah. they you know they they don't get that rebound, and they, then they uh, Phoenix gets a couple of free throws. So yeah, it, it was it was a weird one. You know, as I kind of did my little league pass. You know, at the end of the night, you know, because I'm be on the West Coast by the end of the night. Because we only like two or three games to kind of go through at that point. Um. So was- the. Pacers and Kings have taken different roads to get here. I think the the Pacers are twelve and nine now. The Kings are ten and nine. Um, again, they took different roads, but they both won seven of their last ten. Uh, all of the the Tyrese and in in Sabonis, who doesn't get mentioned in this, De'Aaron, Buddy, all of that stuff aside. These are two good. These are two teams that are probably a little bit better than most people expected them to be uh, at mm-hmm. this point. And this is likely because it's not a, you know, it's not it's not Phoenix who's a, a potential title contender. It's not Boston who's a potential title contender. These are two teams kind of on the same tier right now. It's a it's a litmus test for both of them. Yeah, and I think you're looking at the 
I remember with the trade, someone had made the point to me that what's the why did you why do you keep De'Aaron? He'll probably never be an All Star, and maybe Tyrese has a better chance to be one in the East. I mean, I, I was hearing a couple of wild takes. Now you're looking at you know who would have thought at this point you're talking about both of them possibly on that on that track. So. Yeah, it's a good litmus test for both of them. You know, I think Indiana's probably more ahead of schedule or above that. If, you, if you'd have told me the Kings would be 10-9, and nine, I could believe that. You know, I wouldn't have banked on, you know, Indiana being 12-9. and nine. So, I mean, I think, but like I said, both of them playing, you know, playing a little bit, of, you know, playing maybe a little bit above what people thought they were going to be. But I, I, I like what both of them, I mean, Indiana's, they're tough. They got some, those guys they drafted the last couple of years, They've got, you know, they got some length out there. I mean, they're, 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 they're I mean, they're, they're, they're fun to watch. They beat the Lakers in part because they just had energy at the end. Yeah. They were interesting, you know, they just beat the Lakers to a couple of loose balls, you know, last night. They Lakers grabbed one of those rebounds, the game's over. So you get a team like they get the Kings who can, who, who are going to get up and down and, and all that. You know, Tyrese, even though I think some of the whole Tyrese talking about sack has been overblown. Like he, you know, if you if you if you go on social media, you swear Tyrese wakes up in the morning, brushes his teeth, and goes, "I hate sack." <laughs> you know, because every time he makes a comment, "Oh my God, Tyrese, his feeling," I'm like, I, I, "I'll forgive." I mean, Tyrese for having hurt feelings about the trade, I'll forgive him for that. And I did hit mute on my messages. I don't know what that one is, but yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I, I don't know. We last week it was like, boom, boom. yeah, he was getting blown up last week. There was yeah, speculation yeah. that it was Facebook Messenger, <laughs> but I don't yeah. know for sure. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I just, I, you know, I, I'm. This is going to be fun because you know, yeah. obviously, we've never actually got to watch Tyrese play against De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you're going to have your Tyrese Hive, your De'Aaron Hive. You're going to have your random people in the national media who don't know De'Aaron's any good and go, "How could you not trade De'Aaron?" There's a lot and of those. There's and they've like, clearly those. never watched the Kings play when they make those comments. They're like, what do you mean? Why would you know? And they're, and they're looking at stuff like, well, he's on his rookie contract. Well, De'Aaron's on a max contract. So that kind of matters when you're making a trade, mm-hmm. you know, or what you think about the guy, you know, in the organization. You don't give that guy a max contract and trade him in a year. Yeah. Unless you get, you know, I don't know what you would have gotten, you know, but, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be fun. But unfortunately, I guess not, maybe, I don't know if it's unfortunate. Because it's the Kings and the Pacers, he's not going to get like that first, you know, segment of Sports Center treatment, unless the guys get into a WWE fight. We're, we're pulling for that, Jason. Oh, yeah. Do you uh, do you miss it? And I guess too, like, you know, we we covered De'Aaron as like a 19 year old kid. How fun is it to see him like hit this moment in his career where everything seems to be going well for him? Uh, he just got married. He's got a baby on the way now. Um, we're watching him grow up, but you know, as like we remember the spiky-haired kid that we dealt with every day. Yeah, when I when I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Man, you're old now." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. "You're old," I mean, you know, when old, of course, is I'm like, "Man, you're old now." And we were just kind of you know, catching up, and you know, just even hear his perspective, how he, you know, how he's kind of grown up and changed and matured, and how he sees things. We forget how young he was when he got to Sacramento, and I think a lot of times now. We probably judge the, the these youngsters a little too harshly early on. It's like he's nineteen. Like when I was nineteen, I was in the dorms playing playing Madden. <laughs> I couldn't imagine him being a millionaire. And I, I would have made so many bad decisions. I already know. I like have like probably seven, eight kids. There's just something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, I, 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 you know, I'd be like the Sean Kemp of like the media, just be like, man, I'm not control. You know, but I, you know, it, it's cool to be able to see, you know, see, you know, kind of see the guys from a distance. Like well, now, when I come around, it's like I'm like an old guy they remember. Like, hey, hey, remember him? What's up, OG? <laughs> yeah. Or as De'Aaron might remind me, I can hang out with his dad. You know, I'm old mm. enough to hang out with his dad. Like, you know, he was like when Zebo got traded. He's like, man, my dad's more mad than anybody. I was his homie. Like, they hung out. They're like, they're about the same age. And I was like, God, De'Aaron really is that much younger than me. This yeah, is that's what I, I knew I've been doing it for a while when I realized the rookies could like be my children. Wow, this uh, is yeah. a this is a question for both of you. Jason, we'll we'll, we'll start with you. Could Tyrese and De'Aaron be where they are right now if they were both still on the Sacramento Kings? I don't think so. I I don't think I think Tyrese is a true old school type point guard who has to have the ball and his job is to be a he's the floor general. And he wasn't going to be that in that role. Cause when the trade got made, I said I said, I know it sounds mean, but the Kings basically traded their backup point guard. I know he was starting, but the the team was about De'Aaron, and that's the way it was going to be. And I don't think we're not seeing Tyrese flourish that way. And I think we even saw last year, they were trying to figure it out. I think they both had the best of intentions, but I don't know if it was ever going to fully work because Tyrese had his best game when De'Aaron was hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I think – I don't know if De'Aaron – is what he is right now if he has to, you know, because, I mean, not everyone has kind of the the makeup to play with another another point guard. And even though I know De'Aaron likes playing off the ball sometime and things of that sort, the fact is, the, the, you know, he's at his best when he's with the ball attacking. And especially before this season when he, the three really wasn't falling for him consistently, you couldn't just put De'Aaron in the corner and ask him to shoot. You know, you're taking away you're, – you're, you're now not using his greatest asset, his speed, and you're highlighting a weakness, which at that point would be his outside shooting. And so, yeah, I, I just don't think they're both where they are right now if they're still together. So sometimes you make a great draft pick, and you can and that draft pick is, becomes bad because you can flip it to something else if the Kings did. Yeah, I, I agree with Jason. I, I don't think there's any way, which never happens, actually. Me and Jason never agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> historically speaking, we don't usually agree. Um, but I, I honestly think that uh, it's not even that, like, a true point guard versus a score-first point guard. It really does come down to they're just two guys that have to have the ball in their hands, whether they're scoring, whether they're assisting, wh- whatever they're doing – it's how they were brought up as basketball players. It's how they, they were made to feel comfortable as basketball players. And I think that the way that the Kings attacked this offseason with Fox, where they really worked on that, on how to play off the ball, how to get balance on your shots, you know, all the things that Luke Locks work with, uh, Luke Locks worked with De'Aaron during the offseason. If the Kings would have tried to do that the year before, then maybe you would have had some sort of opportunity. But even still... Uh, Halliburton is a guy who really makes his his pick and roll man better. He's a guy that you know if you if you're in the corner, he'll sling it to you in the corner. He's not someone who's going to make that other guy right next to him better. 
uh, all the time. And so I, I think that they would have really struggled to mesh forever. And, I, you know, again, like when they traded him, he was averaging 14 points a game as far as Halliburton. That wasn't really working. And, and Fox was averaging, what, 20? It just nothing felt right about it. And once you got – you made the move – both of them just look like different players again. Mm-hmm. I agree. It uh, it's it's again, it's 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 very rare that a trade works out for both teams. And early in the process, uh, it looks like uh, this trade has worked out uh, for everybody. Uh, for now, though, uh, that's our instant gratification world. Who knows what it's going to look like in um. Three years, four years. I know Tyrese is really good. He's leading the league in assists right now. I know De'Aaron Fox is really good. Um, and more importantly to this conversation, DeMontis Sabonis is really good. Uh, he's not, you know, he, he's probably not going to lead the league in anything, though he'll be, uh, you know, near the top in rebounds. But the fact that he's capable of getting... You know, what, what What do you have, like 17, 9, and 10 pretty regularly or 17, 10, and 9 pretty regularly and able to add a few steals here and in a couple other aspects there. Uh, Jay, he's such a, a, a unique component uh, to the Sacramento Kings team. And more than the Tyree stuff, more than the trade, uh, more than it being Indiana, the fact that it's uh, two good teams kind of fighting for respect this season, I think, is what makes tomorrow's game really interesting. Yeah, exactly. And you got some like you know, I don't know if Sabonis is doing what he's doing now. If he's still in Indiana, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, we, 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 we you know, we, you really don't know. And I think, you know, it helped both teams. It allowed the you know Indiana to kind of reset, get off of the Sabonis deal, and kind of look to the future by getting you know what's clearly now a foundational piece for them. And the Kings were in a different space. They really didn't need to get another young guy. You know, I think even even years ago. Blade had the right idea with, I don't need any more young guys, but you got to get the right guys. And now you're getting the right guys to go with your young guys. Like, you know, this is the, like I, I've always said about De'Aaron. This is like the first time he's had like a legit team around him where you go, they can go eight, nine, 10, and you're not going, oh my God, you're giving that guy, you know, like, I don't know. If, if, if you want to call Terrence Davis the 10th man, if Terrence Davis was, was, was not on the Kings, he'd still be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. A couple of year, years ago, the Kings had guys who were their seventh, eighth men who, once they weren't the, with the Kings, they were out the league. Kings had their third, fourth, and fifth men who sometimes. <laughs> they had starters who would be gone in the, out the league in a year. So, I mean, so, I mean, like I said, I just think it's, I'm happy for De'Aaron in the sense that he's got, you got a team now. So now you can, you know, you know we can see everything you were supposed to be, can you be that that you got some help? Because I always said, yeah, I know people are hard on De'Aaron. They're critical of him. You know, he can do this better, that better. But the team's also got to help De'Aaron. And I think now the team has helped De'Aaron. And we're seeing the result because the team helped him instead of saying, you know what, let's get guys who don't want to run. <laughs> and then put him up with probably the fastest guy in the league and wonder why it looks bad. And I know De'Aaron, he was, especially when he was younger, he'd be like, I want to run. These guys don't want to run. And they would say run anyway. He'd be like, okay, I could run, and that was me against three people. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's all, the, you know, in Indiana, like, you know, Tyrese is perfect with those guys they've got out there. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. I think it's going to be fun, and the Kings to maybe get some revenge from my friends in L.A. for what happened to them. 
Well, okay. yeah, most definitely. And if and, and if KC was here, he'd say, hey, hey thank Josh Jacobs uh, for doing the 49ers a solid this past weekend. Uh, could Josh just, like, forget that part? Of it? It, it had nothing to do with doing the night. And this is what gets me about Niner fans. A month ago, a bunch of y'all hated Jimmy G and were all despondent. Now, all of a sudden, I knew all along, and I'm on record. I said before the year, if you want to go to the Super Bowl, start Jimmy. I said that from day one. Everybody thought I was crazy. Well, and now, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, see, we knew all along, you know. And thanks a lot, Raiders. I'm like, no, we didn't. We that wasn't for that. Was, the Raiders are four and eight. They didn't need to help. They're trying to help themselves. You know, they they won a game where they had to you know defend, go against twelve guys after an interception. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I think my man was trying to celebrate. And then said, "Oh my God, the play is going to block!" See, there's a twist. I didn't, I didn't think of that, Jason. That... Was, I think he was like, "Yeah, we got to pick." He was like, "Oh my God, <laughs> let me go ahead and block somebody." No one caught it, you know. But yeah, I've had my phone was blowing up on Sunday from Niner fans. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I was like, I'm like, I can't stand y'all. I'm like, Kenny, I wish Russell Wilson was still in the NFC West. But I know that'd be another guaranteed Kenny, loss for them. Kenny, Kenny texted you on Sunday, didn't he? No, he didn't. He was one of the only people who didn't. Oh, okay. He, he got other things to worry about. He, he, you know, he might have been a little preoccupied. Yeah, um, you know, but all my other Niner fan, Niner fan friends, they were all on my head. Oh, wow, that was a great game by the Raiders. Thank you. It was a great win. I was like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you, Jay. Thanks as always, my brother. Right, catch y'all next week. Take it easy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.